live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We're excited about our second hour here tonight. Again, thank you to everyone that was a part of this happening in sports um, and that show at 6 p.m. A shout-out to Coach Rob Ambrose and Coach Tommy Bowden for being a part of it. Let me welcome in my co-host, Duck Riley. How are you, sir? Doing well, Princess. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tim Moore. I appreciate you for traveling and still getting getting in two hours. But never had it so good. How are you? I'm doing well. A little bit tired, but uh, but I'm hanging in there. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you for hanging in there. You've had a long week. You've been all over North Carolina, Virginia, you know, Ohio, uh, for sure. You've had a long week. Yeah, I, uh, I yeah, I spend the King holiday with my boys every year for the past decade, and. Uh, it was pretty eventful, of course. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Speaking Prince, of the King Prince. holiday, don't bring that stuff up that dropped the mic you did last night, Tim Moore. Okay. <laughs> hey, Francis. <laughs> Tim. Tim said he was a little tired from us sending all them them memes to you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're we're gonna even that out. Oh, they're gonna get drugs for this one. They're gonna get drugs. <laughs> You had you took pleasure in that. I'm gonna um welcome in my counterpart here, my my guy, Steve Thornton. How are you, sir? I'm doing well this evening. How's everyone else doing? How are you doing? Good. Good. Well, I'm, I'm hanging in there too. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. I wanna hear about your recovery program and I'll tell you about mine. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Okay, hold on right there. Coach Jay Hayes, how are you, sir? I'm great, Princess. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right, that, that's all we have on. I don't know. Are we going to get the birthday guy in here, Will Lewis, or he may be celebrating tonight? So, um, but he, he this could, is what we have. He could be celebrating. All I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricky, and then Ricky, Ricky is Ricky is under the weather, Princess. He told me to tell everybody oh, he, hello. Yeah. He's not feeling good. I'm going to have to text him. Aw. Okay. <laughs> Look, it's not Ricky that's not feeling good. It's his boss. He said we sick. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And mom ain't feeling good. The whole house ain't feeling good. That's how it goes. Oh, without a doubt. (laughs) Uh, I want to start off with, we'll start with my my homeboy, Steve. Open mic. What you got for us, Steve? Well, but tell you what, I'll step away from football for a minute. And I'll mention this, although I have some other things if you want to get into them. But if you're a fan of women's college basketball and <laughs> you have a chance to see USC play, and I don't mean South Carolina, the University of Southern California, they have a freshman about six two. Her name is Juju Watkins. Yep. And she's, yeah. nice. she's nice. I got a chance, a couple of chances to see her play. Um, but just wanted to throw that out there. If, if anybody hasn't seen her play, make an effort to do so because she's a, she's the real deal, and she's fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, she's yeah. averaging about 27 points a game right now. 
That game yeah, they, has transferred from Sierra Canyon in high school to USC just fine. You're right. Um, you're right. Hey, but that's the only problem. That, that that toughest competition is right next door, UCLA. Oh, yeah. And they and beat them, though. Yeah, you're right. They, they, they just beat them. Yeah. But she got to beat them. Got to beat them more than once, Preston. I agree. <laughs> you don't get any argument from me. I think US, UCLA is a Final Four team. Um, they have a six seven footer, um, and they have good guard play. Um, they can hit yeah. that three. So uh, both teams in California are looking pretty nice. And that was uh, UCLA's first loss. I think they're either yep. fourteen and one or fifteen and one. So and and yep. USC gave it to them though, and they played all four quarters. So Juju looks really good. Yeah. Okay, Jay, open mic, Jay. What you got for us? Well, just kind of the job searches that are going on, uh, it's uh, going to be interesting to see if the Raiders pull the trigger on Antonio Pierce, um, what happens with uh, Mike McCarthy, uh, what's going to happen with Nick Sirianni, uh, you know, just the juggling of staffs, the adjustments that guys have to make. Um, you know, all the open jobs, the Chargers, um, you know, uh, whoever else are, are all open. It's uh, quite quite the uh, um, mix of things going on. A bunch of players retiring, uh, you know, after losing. Um, it's it's uh, just one of those years. I used to have a buddy when I was a GA. <laughs> he used to say, any movement is good movement. So, uh, you know, in, in the coaching profession. So uh, those that are trying to get jobs and those that are trying to keep them. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where, where all this lands uh, in in the coming weeks. I see that uh, the rumor is out that Tomlin says he's going to stay at the Steelers for 2024, 20, those types of things. So, uh you know, it's it's just that time of year, right? Uh, in the coaching profession, and, oh yeah, uh, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Okay, uh, Princess, open mic. What you got for us? Well, I'm gonna take a page out of Steve Thornton's book, and I'm gonna move away just for a moment and talk about Ashley Watkins, who is um, the number four. Um, on the University of South Carolina Gamecocks, and she dunked last night in a game. Um, it's her second dunk, but um, this one was no doubt. She really actually got above the rim and really dunked it, and I think that's good for, for women's college ba- basketball for sure. And thank you to Vice President Kamala Harris for stopping by the team. She was in South Carolina. But I also want to talk about Jed Fish, who is now the new coach for um, the Washington Huskies, who came from the University um, of Arizona. And Jed Fish is a University of Florida Gator, and he used to beg to try to be the equipment um, uh, uh, facility uh, guy. And he begged Steve Spurrier, and he started putting a note on his car every day, begging him for an opportunity. He did it for 60-some days, and finally Steve Spurrier gave him an opportunity um, to be an intern and he got his master's at the University of Florida, and he got a chance to work with uh, football. But Jed Fish never played football, 
and now he's the head coach at Washington. And his roommate at the University of Florida was Howie Roseman, who is the GM for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now they're both flying and never played a, a, a game of football. <laughs> all right, you you like Alexis that time, Prince. Okay. Prince, they're not the only guys that are high up in, in football uh, that have never put on a jock strap. There's a I lot agree. of guys. There's yes, sir. Probably too many. Too many. Might <laughs> be. When, when I work in football, but then again, you know, I know guys that never did, and, and uh, I actually reached out to a guy today because there's some movement going on. And, you know, I just told him, hey, don't forget about me. And, uh, you know, he, <laughs> he did pass my name on to his his bosses. So, uh, you know, what the heck, you know. I it, Jobs are jobs, and, you know, you don't necessarily have to be a great player to be a good coach or administrator. But, uh, you know. Some of that stuff helps and some of it doesn't, you know. Okay. Uh, Tim, open mic, Tim. Yeah, I'm going to step away from college football, but uh, into the the realm of uh, of talk um, television, sports talk. Um, This Aaron Rodgers thing um, with (laughs) with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah. I mean – Aaron Rodgers is always sticking his his foot in his mouth, um, and a little bit different this time because he's in New York City. Um, some of the things he could perhaps get away with in Green Bay um, are not quite so easy in New York, and I think Jimmy Kimmel sort of slapped him, you know, real good the other night when he said, uh, you know, he talked about how he went to community college and. Um, because he put put on a football helmet and could throw the ball, he, he thinks he's smarter than everybody else, which is a sentiment that a lot of people have, have uh, voiced over the years. But then he said um, he said the uh, he he got two A's on his report card, and both of them were in the word Aaron. Um, just <laughs> that whole this, this, this whole thing is just bizarre, um, and it's par for the course for Aaron Rodgers, and now he's banned from the. Uh, Pat McAfee show for the rest of this season, so uh, it's just bizarre stuff. Bizarre stuff. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry, Tim. I kind of missed that whole deal. I, I don't even know how that stuff got got started. It well, started because and, Aaron Rodgers said, you know, that Jimmy Kimmel was going to probably be on the Epstein documents. They'd be on that list, right, Tim? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So he basically yeah. accused him of, of perhaps being a pedophile. And Jimmy yes. Kimmel did not take it very well. He he, he didn't went take after it lightly it. at all. Why would uh, he Tim, I don't I don't know too many people would have took that lightly. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. And in fact, uh, Gail King asked Charles Charles Barkley about it yesterday on the morning show, and Barkley said <laughs> if he said that about me, I would have punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Look. I yeah. spit on him. I threw him out of the window. Okay, one of the two. <laughs> He's not a role model. I, I remember that too. <laughs> All right. Uh, want to stay with you, Tim, because we want to get back. Want to talk a little bit about retiring. We want to talk about Nick Saban, the whole deal. And do you think um, you hired the right coach? 
At Alabama, um, I think they probably got as good a coach as they could have gotten. Um, I think they really would have liked liked to got Sarkeesian, but Sarkeesian, I, I think, would have been stupid to leave Texas to go to yeah. Alabama. I think I think he's in a great situation at Texas, um, and so that wasn't going to happen. Kirby was not going to go leave Georgia to go over there because I think he's probably in a better situation at Georgia right now, and it's his alma mater. Uh, and then Lane Kiffin, I think, would have been a mistake for Alabama. Um, so I think they probably did about as good as they could have done in terms of a hire. And this guy's a good coach, uh, Kalen DeBoer. He, he's, you know, he's won a couple of small college uh, national championships before going to uh, Fresno and Indiana and, and then eventually to Washington. So um, I think they did okay uh, with the hire. He turned the whole okay. around. I, I, oh, okay. I, hear, I couldn't hear what Steve said. All right. Uh, no, I just said he, he turned the Huskies around. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're correct. Uh, Princess? I, I agree with Tim. I, I think that's the best, um, you know, that they could have done, and that's probably the best answer. Um, but, you know, in his defense, it's hard to follow the guy. Um, I think Coach Rob Ambrose said in the other – show is that you want to be the guy that follows, you know, the other guy. So um, I wish him luck. I love his demeanor, though. Um, no matter when you interview him on the sidelines or even in press conference, he has a very even-keeled dem- demeanor. He's a, um, he's a, I think he's a, you know, very good coach. And um, he turned it around with the Huskies and got him into the, the national championship game with Phoenix. But um, I, I just think it's a different beast. Um, to follow Nick Saban, who, um, you know, I, I would assume probably has the best formula that I've seen in quite some time to win national championships, um, for sure. Okay. Uh, Steve? Yeah, uh, I, I agree with what Princess just said. Um, you know, the old phrase is, you don't want to be the first guy behind a legend, trying to replace a legend. And uh, I think it was Tim that just said, you know, they probably did about as well as they could do. Uh, like I said, this guy turned Washington around. It's a whole different beast in the SEC. But, you know, with with conferences merging and everything now, it's, it's going to be a whole different animal next year. So, you know, you really don't know kind of what to expect, you know, with the SEC expanding, the Big Ten is expanding, the Big 12 has different teams. So you never know what the challenge might be, but is he the right guy? Only time will tell. I mean, that's that's the obvious answer that only time will tell. But I think they did pretty 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 good, especially to make a decision so quickly. But I think these days you have to with uh, the transfer portal and and coaches moving around. Uh, you know, if you, if you wait, you get left behind. So you know. I think I think it was a, a good hire, and I, I think a part of your question too was, uh, and maybe you're going to ask it next. You know, you know what happened to Nick? Why did he leave? So, you know, that's interesting too. That's an that's also another interesting conversation. But I'll let you. Move and on, and we heard that la- we heard that on the last show. But if you want to elaborate on that, uh, bring us up to date, Steve. No, no, I'm sure you guys covered it fairly thoroughly. But I just think Nick was was tired of of the way things have become. But, that, you know, that's my pet peeve anyway is the NCAA. 
And, you know, NIL is out of control. Uh, the national championship to me is changing, but it, it, it too is out of control. And uh, the game coach movement, you know, it, it can be out of control. So, you know, it, it's a different animal in 2023 and now 2024. And I think Nick, what is he, 72, I think I read somewhere. He's like, man, I don't have to deal with this. I'm out of here. And uh, that's, that's my true sense. Okay. Uh, Jay? Yeah. You know, I, Kalen DeBoer is as good a choice as any. Uh, I agree with what's been said earlier. Um, you know, all the people with uh, Alabama ties uh, have pretty good jobs. You know, it's pretty hard to leave Texas. They, they have more money than anybody. And um, right now, that's what drives the train, right? Um, when when that's going to be said and done, uh, you know, I, I don't think Kirby, you know, leaving Georgia, he's got that that machine running really well. Uh, I I've heard that Lane really wanted the job, but uh, you know, just how he left and things he did while he was there. Uh, he wasn't able to get in on it. And, um, you know, Alabama has hired outliers before, you know, uh, Mike Price and Nick's, Nick wasn't had no connection with Alabama whatsoever. I mean, you know, he was a, a Michigan State, played, you know, played at Kent State, was a Toledo head coach, uh, was in the NFL, uh, and before he went to LSU. So, um, you know, they've had success with people that are from outside the program. Um, you know, we'll just see. And I, I agree that, you know, Nick was fed up with the NIL and all the stuff that's going on and just all the things you have to do with the players. And uh, not only do you have to recruit um your freshman class, but you have to recruit your team uh, weekly. Uh, <laughs> when is what you know, guys I know who coach in in college, you know that uh, it's a it's a just constant uh, recruitment. You know, you got to play guys. If you don't play them, then they're going to go to the transfer portal, and it's tough. You know, uh, you can't you, you can't you got to treat them with kid gloves because, uh, you know, if you if you talk to them like grown men and tell them the truth, uh, you know, they're going to go run run to their to their mother and run to their dad and run to their mentors and their AAU coaches and all all of that. So, um, it, you know, it's it's uh, it's a different deal, and um, I, I don't know um, where it's going to all end up. You know, we talk about the NCAA. The NCAA has so little control anymore uh, because, you know, they have been um, bludgeoned with uh, um, lawsuits and this and that, and you know, from uh, Ed O'Bannon to all, all the other guys. And, and you know, they, they really don't take any kind of control Um Anymore because they know they can't win, and uh, well, it, who it, the play it, then? Pardon me. 
Who's flying the plane then? If the NCAA I, is I, not, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. <laughs> tell you. I, I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, staying with you, Jay. After yeah. watching the championship game, did the committee get the right four teams? Yeah, I, I thought the games were entertaining. Um, you know, they were they were really close, closely contested games. Um, you know, with four teams, somebody's going to get left out. You know, uh, next year we're not going to have that problem. There's going to be twelve teams. Right, so um, you know this was the last year for it, but I mean there, there was only four spots, just like in previous years. You know, uh, there's always if you're only going to take four teams, there's you know two or three or four teams that could could have easily participated and done as well, I think, but. You know, I, I thought the four that they picked were represented themselves well and uh, didn't embarrass themselves and, and gave us great games. And I don't think you can ask for more than that. Okay. Uh, Steve? Well, I mean, if you have the advantage of having things happen and then after it happened saying, oh, I was right. I mean, uh, you know, after the fact, <laughs> you know, it was great. But what happened? But here, okay, I'll answer the question. Did they get it right? No, they did not. That was what they did. Because Florida State, I know a lot of people disagree, should have been one of the final four teams. That's my opinion. And I think that what you got was the opinion of a, a six, seven, eight people in a room making that decision. Well, yeah, now that it's over, I mean, okay, I'm going to jump a little bit, a little bit. The Cowboys got beat by um, the Green Bay Sunday. Now I can say, oh, yeah, I knew they were going to win. I knew Green Bay was going to win. I'm a genius now. But, no, I didn't know, and I didn't think that they would, but they did. My point is, hindsight is twenty twenty. That's the old phrase. So it looks like they made a good decision, but my opinion is they did not. There you go. All right, <laughs> Tim. They picked uh, four uh, quality football teams. They gave us some really competitive um, games, but they didn't get it right. Uh, Florida State was undefeated, and um, – which means nobody beat them during the season, and they earned the right to compete for a championship. Um, and like Steve pointed out, you know, um, who knows what would have happened? You know, we don't have a crystal ball, and that's what they tried to do. They just sort of tried to predict the future. They they ended up, uh, you know, looking okay. But they okay. enjoyed being the best team in the country. Yeah, a lot of people think that. Yeah. Okay, Precious. Oh, Duck, I don't I don't know what else I can say to this except for yes or no. Um I I'd waffle back and forth with this. But best that I can say is in hindsight, yes, they got it right. But I, I would have hated to have been a thirteen and 0 team 
that won my conference championship and for you to say, mm, you have injuries now. And, you know, and because of those injuries, you know, we're, we're not going to pick you. I would have hate for that to happen to my team. Because it's Florida State, you know, um, the, the petty part of me is okay with this. But um, <laughs> when, when you see the competition, I thought the two games were very well matched. As I've said over and over, though, this is the residual effect of not wanting to have a TCU-Georgia result again. And I, I think that's where that came from. They didn't want to look dumb this year, and then they got a chance to, to, to celebrate afterwards, as Steve Thornton said, in hindsight, is 2020. But um, I'd hate to have been one of those teams uh, or a team that won every game that everybody put in front of me, even those after the injury. In week 10, I still won three more games and a conference championship or two more games and a conference championship. But um, if we're just looking at hindsight, then, yes, it looked good. It ended well, and it was a good game, even in the national championship game until the, the, the bitter end. So uh, at this All point, right. I'm just talking out of both sides of my neck, duck. All really. right. <laughs> All right, Chris, NFL playoffs. What, what games did you watch? Duck. Now, thank you for checking on me. Um, I, I think it was Sunday around 8 p.m. because I was looking for some place to go and get some therapy. But um, <laughs> I don't really, I, you know, I, I remember, I think I watched the, the, the Kansas City um, Dolphins game, and yeah. um, I, I kind of thought that that played out like it, it was going to, um, if you live in Miami, as long as they've lived in Miami, it was hard to come to one degree um, to eight degrees and then 23 below zero um, at the time of kickoff. There was no way. That that to them felt like um, a frozen field for sure, and they looked like it was a frozen field, and nobody wanted to tackle anybody. So I watched that game. Um, I got to 27 to nothing with Dallas and Green Bay, and I, I – um, as I said, call Reverend Robinson to pray for the team, and he said it was no hope. So at that point, um, I left that alone. But now, as I said, I introduced myself tonight. My middle name is Misery Loves Company. So I watched the Eagles and the Buccaneers last night. Go Todd Bowles. Go Baker Mayfield. Um, and I'm glad to that. And as a matter of fact, they lost by 23 points last night, and they look like the – the defense looked like they were already at Cancun. They didn't want to play. So, Don't yeah, fish. those are my games. <laughs> uh, any more, Princess? All right, uh, um, yeah, Tim, I want to see some more stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Jay. Yeah, you know, I, I watched the Texans Browns. Uh, I forgot about you that. Know, were hanging for a second, and then Texans just blew them out. Uh, you know, the uh, young kid is just playing, CJ is just playing unbelievable. Uh, and, and the Texans really look good. But, you know, uh, next week is a new week. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I watched Dolphins Chiefs. I'm, I'm with Princess on that. You know, the Chiefs just kind of just warm out. And, and uh, you know, Dolphins, they just can't play in 40 degrees or below. And uh, it, it shows, and, uh, you know, they they look like the only guy that really had any fight 
A&M was uh, Tariq Hill. And uh, other than that, you know, the rest of the Dolphins were just, it was too cold. It was just too cold for them. And, uh, you know, even though there's probably some guys that have played in cold weather uh, at at their schools and things, I think you get, you know, because I live in Florida. I mean, uh, it's it's been chilly down here for uh, like a month or so, and uh, you know I grew up I grew up in Pittsburgh, you know, and lived in Idaho, lived in Minnesota and Wisconsin. I'm telling you, I I put long pants on now, guys. You know, I don't mess around with when the temperatures get like. 50, at like 60, you know? <laughs> so I, yeah, 55 I, and it's I, freezing in Florida. Yeah, I, would, <laughs> you know, I, I could not believe that the Cowboys played so bad, so bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was I was surprised yeah. the, Packers, the Packers just put a whooping on them, and uh, that, that was that. Um, you know, then the Rams-Lions game was a great game, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then came down to the end, and, and the Lions finished them off, uh, you know, the home team. And, and uh, the city of Detroit needed it, haven't been in Lion. Uh, back in the day, I, I was happy for them, uh, even though I have a lot of buddies that coach for the Rams. Uh, the Steelers building, um, you know, Buffalo was just – and uh, just they're a rolling, you know. Um, you know they uh, their quarterback is unstoppable, and uh, they 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 may get get it rolling, keep it rolling. And then last night the Bucks just demolished the Eagles. The Eagles had no interest in tackling. Uh, it was just unbelievably. Uh, disappointing for them just how the last seven games have gone for them. Uh, you know, even though they were 10 and one, uh, it, they were ugly 10 and one. And now, you know, like you say, they're in Cancun and, uh, you know, Ray, Ray Lewis was watching the game with, uh, uh, the, uh, 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 uh with the quarterbacks, uh, with, uh, uh, Peyton and, and uh, Eli, and just was just dog dog in the Eagles defense, but uh, the Eagles they're they're in a total disrepair, and uh, you know he lost both his coordinators, they got head jobs, and he did not pick uh, good coordinators uh, on either side of the ball to to uh, get them back to where they were. And it's it's tough for a team that goes to the Super Bowl to even make the playoffs. You know, at least they made the playoffs. But they're, they're, they're just uh, really the wheels have fallen off the Eagles uh, right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve, <laughs> where do I begin? I'm going to burn my time up on the Cowboys, though, I guess. But I did watch the Cowboys and the Packers, and like the rest of anyone who is a Cowboys fan, was extremely disappointing. I just don't know what happened. Kind of like uh, McCarthy and Jerry Jones. It's like, you know, kind of in a state of shock. But they didn't play very well. 
but I've got a solution for them, but Jerry won't call me. He won't return my call. So it's a call. call. <laughs> but this, this is what I think they ought to do. They need to fire McCarthy. They, to, they need to not uh, negotiate any more contracts with that. They need to let that stuff run out this year. And they need to get a bell cow running back because Tony Powell is not the answer. So I think that he was a tag, a franchise tag candidate last year. He got that tag. I let him go, you know, and spend that money somewhere else, put it on another, uh, like I said, a bell cow running back. And and they got to get some beef on defense up front. Cause it, it is so, and I say this every week, it is so simple. Maybe it's much, much diff- more difficult than I think it is to do. And somebody like Coach K. Coach Hayes there can can tell me, but it's easy. You got to be able to run the ball, and you got to be able to stop the run. Amen, brother. See victory. It doesn't guarantee it, but it puts you in a pretty good place. And you know that's what the Cowboys don't do. They don't run very well most of the time, and they don't stop the run. As of late, they really haven't stopped the run. Okay, I'm off my soapbox now. And I did like, I watched the Houston Texans beat the Browns. I love the Texans, quarterback, and I love the coach. And they're going about things the right way, it seems, down in Houston. You know, I'm sure that Stroud has surprised lots of folks, maybe even himself to a degree. But whatever they got going on down there in Houston is working pretty well. So I, I hope that they will have continued success. And I caught a little bit of most of the games, but... I won't burn up too much time, but those are the two that, that I really found intriguing. Oh, and I want to say, too, that Kansas City played real well for it to be so darn cold. I'm in Texas, too, and, you know, it gets cold, but not that cold, obviously. I mean, it's cold right now. It's like 25 degrees. <laughs> so that shows you where my head is now. But I thought the Chiefs played very well for it to be so darn cold because I don't think Miami was – well, they were. They didn't play very well, but the Chiefs played real well. And like I said, it was cold, and it, it's hard to to focus and play well when it's really cold. But they did a good job. They really did. All right, there you go. Um, yeah, I watched just about all of the games. Uh, the only good ball game, competitive ball game, was uh, Detroit and, and the Rams. It was a very good ball game. Um, I think Detroit is poised to uh, to do some some good things. I'd like to see them get to the championship round against the 49ers and see what happens. But, you know, I, I think the 49ers are the better team, but just like to see that matchup. Um, I thought Houston looked good, uh, and C.J. Uh, Stroud, I think, sort of uh, hopefully has uh, caused people to realize the Wonderlic test doesn't really tell us a whole lot about whether a guy's going to be successful or not because they say he had one of the worst scores that anybody's ever had on it. Um, and he's just breaking records for rookies uh, in the league. Uh, and then um, I was I was actually stunned by the Cowboys' loss. I was expecting them to win. Um, but the memes uh, after the loss were very, very funny. They were all over <laughs> the Internet. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, when you set yourself up as America's team, I mean, that's kind of what happens, you know. Hey, we can take it. We can take it. 
but I got I, I got to put this one in there. I know you've seen it. Have you seen the one where the guy out in Vegas attacked the judge? He dived over a desk. He dove yeah. over a desk. Have you yeah. seen that one? Well, they got yeah. one now where the judge is Dak, <laughs> and this guy comes flying over the uh, desk and takes him out. Right. Funny. You gotta watch it. Steve, Steve, don't give Tim any more ammunition. Oh, don't do it. Because because that's the game that he did not see, but he's had the most opinion about. I have seen, I've seen fifty memes today probably. But that one was really fun. Fifty me laugh out loud. So I'm sorry. All right. All right, Steve. Uh Tim, I mean Tim, I'm gonna stay with you. Now, what games are you looking forward to seeing this weekend? Um, Baltimore and um, is it is it uh, Houston that goes to Baltimore? Houston. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to see. I, I'm just out of curiosity. I think Baltimore's a better team. Houston's playing very well. It'll be interesting to see what happens in that one. Um, and, and Buffalo, I thought was very impressive this week. So, uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, probably uh, more than any of us. Uh, those two games. Uh, again, I'm looking forward to watching. Okay. Preston? Uh, uh, yeah, mine is, is, is the Chiefs and the, and the Bills for sure. The Chiefs head to um, Buffalo to play them, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is Mahomes' first road playoff game um, in, in his career. I think the first six or seven were – where he they had the home field advantage, so I want to see how that that happens and what happens in this game. Um, I'm interested to see what, how the Ravens, you know, with the bye week and how they act and and what the Texans can do with them. And um, I don't know if I'm a Jordan Love fan, but I really want to see them beat the 49ers. Come on, you know, send send them home too. So um, um, I can really feel good. But yeah, those are the games I want to see. See the the Forty ers and the Packers. I want to see the Texans and the Ravens, and I want to see the Chiefs um, and and the Bills. And I think the only uh, last one was what the the Lions and Tampa uh, Bay. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Jay. What about you, Jay? I, you know, uh, it'll be interesting. Just Kansas City versus Buffalo because they played before. Uh, now uh, Kansas City has to go to Buffalo, um, and you know I, the cold weather is not going to bother Kansas City, but the crowd may uh, be an advantage for Buffalo. Uh, those people jumping off the buses and breaking the tables and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know Baltimore, um, I you know I. It'll be interesting to see, can C.J. Stroud handle the pressure from Baltimore? Because he's handled it all year, right? Uh, Especially the last uh, few weeks. People have blitzed him, and he's just throwing off his back foot, making throws, and doing all that stuff. Um, But, uh, you know, Buffalo, it's it's one of those things, you know, Buffalo's defense versus uh, Houston's offense can – can buff uh, Baltimore slow them down uh, or stop them, and can can Houston maintain what they've done? Um, you know, logic tells you the Packers can't do it two weeks in a row 
but um, you know, you never know. Uh, I, I think the 49ers are, have been pretty strong all year, and uh, just their their uh, what they've shown all year. Uh, I, I would think they should win that game, and um, you know, same with Detroit. Uh, over the Bucks, the Bucks have struggled. You know, they're, I'm here in, in the Tampa area uh, all year. They really, you know, they're kind of up and down. Um, but uh, you know, Baker's playing with swagger. He's, he, you know, he's he was hot last night and uh, played pretty good. So uh, you know, they got a puncher's chance uh, to go to Detroit. But you know, I, I think Detroit will win that one as well. Okay, Steve. Hey, uh, my answer is what Coach Hayes just said. But <laughs> <laughs> let me expound a little bit on just my opinion about things. One thing is he's right about Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield plays well when he feels like it's like Baker against the world. You know, when he was at Oklahoma, <laughs> he was cocky. And, he, and when he gets his confidence, he's tough. So that will be an interesting game. The other one is Baltimore and Houston. Uh, yeah. I hope that they don't come in rusty. Let me put it that way, talking about Baltimore. They they better come on in and, and, and go to work because Houston is, might sneak up on them this weekend. Now, I agree with Coach, it's, you know, on paper, and it, it looks like it's a Baltimore game. But, you know, as long as, for me, as long as Stroud plays well, I want him to win. I'd like to see Houston win, to be honest. But if, if Stroud can play well, I'd just be really, 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 really proud of him. That's all. But uh, interesting games, and uh, I, I'm, I'm still thinking Kansas City is going to beat Buffalo in Buffalo. You know, they just – they play – he until he doesn't play well in the big game, talking about Mahomes, uh, I would ride with them. And, and I agree, too, that, you know, San Francisco is better than Green Bay. But when you when you win and you get a little confidence and you can get hot, it's hard to stop a hot player or a hot team. You know, you know guys like Duck in high school when he would get hot, man, he's really hard to stop. You know, <laughs> who? <laughs> who did you say? Duck, Duck, Okay, hard to stop. But you know, Green Bay gained a lot here in whooping Dallas the way they did. So. There you go. I'll, 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 but I'm still taking San Francisco. They're too tough. See, because give me your top six quarterbacks going into the draft. Now, do they have to be in any order? Or can I just give you six? No, no, just give me your top six. Okay. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix Jr., Jaden Daniels, and Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy. Okay. Why'd you pick All six, right. man? Because usually y'all throw one in there, another one. See, we don't have Ricky <laughs> on the show, so I should have stayed with five. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, 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 um, I would say, um, uh, uh, Kate, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, at, at uh, USC. Um, Kayla. Kayla. Yeah, Williams. Uh, I, I think he, I think uh, Drake May, I think uh, uh, Hartman uh, at Notre Dame, uh, Michael Penix 
and um, Jaden Daniels from uh, LSU. Um, I think uh, that um, the quarterback from USC is the only first rounder, though. I think the rest of them are, you know, going to be average pros. Okay. <laughs> Tim, you think Penix is going to be an average pro or not a pro? No, he'll be a pro. I, I just think he'll be an average pro. I don't think he'll be a, he'll be a star. Oh wow. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'm still going to go Penix number one just because I'm rooting for him, and and I'm not an NFL scout, so I can do that. Um, Caleb Williams, <laughs> uh, Drake May. And I've forgotten about Bo Nix. I, I I like Bo Nix, and he yeah. was run out of town at Auburn. He was run out of yeah. town, and he has resurrected his career um, and his level of play with Oregon. And I and I want to see if that can transfer to the NFL. I like Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman is probably thirty five at this point. I want to see what he does. Say that again. I told you I played against him in high school. He's that old. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I I like the fact that McCarthy entering the draft says a lot more to me. That means that, um, you know, uh, Harbaugh is not coming back, but that's for another day. Um, and then I I, I want to see what Daniels does. I'm putting him in number six. But he needs to gain some weight. <laughs> I, I don't think he's going to make it in the NFL at that weight. He's going to have to get in the weight room. So that's my sixth up. All right, Jay Hayes. Uh, you know, all the names are jumbled in there. I, I, you know, Caleb Williams is the top name because he won the Heisman last year, uh, but he isn't necessarily didn't perform as well and didn't have the cast around him at SC. You know, everyone raves about Drake May. Um, you know, their his team didn't fare as well at the end of the year. You know, Michael Penix played played had a great senior season and uh, did did some really good things. Bo Nix as well. Uh, you know, did some really good things. Daniels won the Heisman. You know, that I don't understand, necessarily get that, but he did. And, and um, you know, J.J. McCarthy uh, won it all. So, um, you know, he, he won games with without his coach, with his coach, uh, uh, all that stuff. And he, the kid's a winner. And, and that's what they say about him uh, all the time. You know, other sports he played and all that kind of thing. Um, you know, time will tell on all these guys. And yeah. uh, I, I, I'm in agreement. Some of them may not be first-round picks, uh, but that doesn't matter. There's guys that have been second-round picks that have gone on and had great careers too. Uh, and then there's been, you know, fifth, sixth-round picks that have been the best players of all time. So there, there's probably a quarterback in, in this draft that we're not even talking about or hasn't been brought up that may be better than all these guys. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's not an exact science recruiting and or drafting players. Uh, so, you know, you just never can tell. Like the old folks say, you never can tell. All right. I want to stay with you, Jay. 
should Chicago move on from Justin Fields? That's a tough question because he is very talented and, you know, they did not do him any favors with their scheme and just just their overall how how, how their team was, uh, you know, from uh, defense to offense and, and all that. You know, you would think um, they'll be able to be better, you know, similar to how Houston has improved. You know, Houston got two draft picks early and hit on both of them, uh, Stroud and uh, the defensive end, Will uh, Anderson. Yeah. Anderson. You know, those those great picks and, and guys that have gone on and had great uh, years, you know, stuff like that. If Chicago continues um, to get more draft stock and some, some more personnel in the building, you know, Justin Fields may take off, but uh, I don't know that they have given, given him the help, that he needs. I mean, the guy is damn near unstoppable when he gets back and, and improvises and he's got a rocket for an arm, right? You know, but uh, I, I don't think they did him any favors with um, just how they just their team they surrounded him with and, and the help they had uh, with the offensive staff. Okay. So, do they move on from him? Yeah. I think I think he could be successful if, if they give him the pieces he needs. So okay. I will keep him. You know, I, I, I don't know that Caleb Williams is going to be that much different than him. You know? Yeah, I agree. All right, Steve? Yeah. You know, it's an easy piggyback right off of what uh, Coach was just saying because the guys who are going to make it are going to be the guys to get to the right team. It's got to be a fit there. He mentioned when he was talking about Justin Fields, schemes and coaches and how well, like, a quarterback communicates with the the head coach or the quarterback's coach or whoever it might be. But there's got to be a fit. And, you know, I think that's where a lot of, a lot of the guys that make it, make it, and the ones that don't, there's a problem somewhere in there. But I personally would keep him. Now, I came back to answering your question, and I would keep him because, to me, it's easier, easier to go out and get what I need around him than just to start over with another quarterback who may not be as good as he is. Now, the other side of the coin is money. If they keep him, they're going to have to pay him. If they draft another quarterback, you get your contract for three or four years. I hope that they don't skate like that. But I would keep him for those reasons. Because I think you can win with Justin Fields. I really do. He probably has three more years on his rookie contract. Huh? He has three more years on his rookie contract. Justin Fields does? Fields? Yeah, this is only his second year. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, but he just he just needs some help. Help. 
Okay. Tim, your thoughts on that? Should they move on or should they keep him? Keep him. Uh, draft uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. So he's got a weapon, and they've got draft picks. So they just need, they need to work on the offensive line. Get Marvin Harrison Jr. and then get some some offensive linemen in there, and I think they'll be fine. As I said before, I wish there was um, um, an option where he could lead them because I think they have <laughs> not done done him right for sure, and they have not gotten enough pieces around him. But now if that is not possible, which I understand it's not, then I like what Tim said, you know, draft. I think they have the number one and number four pick or the number one and three, somewhere in there. They have two first-round picks. So draft a wide wide receiver and then get some offensive line help. I I think that's one of the biggest problems. Again, I'm surprised that they kept the coach. So – I don't know if we're right back here next year if they keep him, but I like what Steve Thornton had to say is that I think it's better to keep him uh, a known talent. You see how he the game has transferred to the NFL and get some pieces around him rather than go after Caleb Williams, which to me came into the season like, okay, I'm an NFL number one prospect. I'm going to play like that at USC, you know, and, I, and I'm going to act like that. And he has. I, I don't think – this year did Caleb Williams any good. If anybody lost their stock to me um, over the season um, in several games, it's Caleb Williams. I I thought he he played like he was entitled to be the number one pick and that he's going to be, and I'm just waiting my time. And and he wouldn't have been on the sidelines. I know this is really getting out to He wouldn't have been on the sidelines. If you're going to go, you're not going to play in the bowl game, don't come on the sidelines. And, And he did that like he was a coach. Yeah. Okay. All right, Princess, take us out of here, Princess. Okay, so my last thing is is that um, NFL and media and everybody that runs the cameras, can you put the camera on Simone Biles as much as you do Taylor Swift? I'm so sick of her and <laughs> her, her new and her new jacket and and then trying to do the swag back and forth with 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 Kelsey's mom. I'm over that whole scene. Give me some Simone Biles, um, Packers versus the 49ers um, this this weekend for sure. That's it. Um, thank you, Coach Jay Hayes. I appreciate thank you. you. Thank you, Steve Thornton. Um, um, thank you. Recovery is a long thing, but it, at least it you got to admit. Yes, admit that you it need is. help. And Lord, I, I need help. I need to. I need to move on from Jerry Jones. Um, um, I'm still waiting, Tim Moore. You know, I'm going to, you know, get some rest tonight, but tomorrow we need to refocus on <laughs> on some some Philadelphia Eagles memes. Like I, I put in Duck's box that the Philadelphia Eagles fans had some bags over their head. Um, so <laughs> I want to see Reminiscent of the Saints. <laughs> yes. Reminiscent of the Saints. Yeah, they look really bad. They look really bad. Say get well to our boy Rick. He get Get well, get get well, well Ricky, Ricky Porter, and uh, uh, get well. Will Lewis, and Will Lewis hanging out in West Virginia. I know that's where he is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Will Lewis is not in West Virginia. Happy birthday, Will Lewis! And enjoy your day. Enjoy the West rest of uh, the 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 month for sure. I think that makes Will Lewis a Capricorn, doesn't it? Oh my goodness, Lord, he's a Capricorn. He might be in okay. West Virginia. Okay, Steve Thornton. (laughs) 
there is no cell reception in West Virginia. You guys can try to sell that all you want. It, it, he would have called it if he's in West Virginia. That's the reason he didn't call because he can't so get. We have a good operator so. though. <laughs> Man, if there's a good still an operator, operator. You got a party line. You got a party line. <laughs> hey, hey, now, don't do that one. We, we had a party line. Steve knows when we were growing up, we had a party line. Yeah. Oh, look, hey, look. Hey, 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 Jay, you just don't know, Jay. We used to say, can you can you get off the phone so we can use the phone? Yeah. <laughs> no, we would actually pick it up. My grandparents on my dad's side had a party line, and we would just go pick it up and listen in. And eventually one of the old ladies said, who's that on there? Hang up. <laughs> yeah, you get a real good whipping for that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, sure. you get them. Yeah. Unless your name was Princess. Princess don't get uh, get with. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Um, happy Happy Tuesday. You guys have night. a great week. Yeah, it sure Be is off. for sure. <laughs> have a yeah. great week, everybody. Right, Never bye-bye. had it so good. Tomorrow night is Sports Talk with K Walk. Two and a half hours. If you're bad enough, tune in uh, for sure. (laughs) Never had it so good.